Welcome to the Wild Grand Rapids message of the week. We hope you're encouraged, strengthened, and experience the presence of God through this message by Pastor Matthew Fuller. All right. Good morning, everybody. How are we doing today? Whoa, something seems off. Is this sideways? No. I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I don't know if it was me being gone for a week or what it was. So we just, uh, we, we just had a great time in Buffalo, New York. Um, yeah, you can sit. I, sorry if I didn't say that. Uh, we had a great time in Buffalo, New York. We went to, as my mom said, uh, we went to a conference and we had a, um, we're part of the Bethel Leaders Network. Uh, Bethel Church in Redding, California has a leadership network of, of people that are like-minded, just pursuing the kingdom of God. We believe that his kingdom is still advancing here upon this earth. And so we're partnering together to see that. Uh, so we had a regional gathering there, uh, which was really great. We went to, when did that start, Wednesday? So we went Tuesday last week, hit up Niagara Falls. I really wish I would have given the media team some pictures. Uh, I might still do that in a second. Uh, we went to Niagara Falls and... Um, because we can't get over on the Canadian side right now, they're shut down, so we couldn't really see too much. I'm like, there's a boat down there. We need to get on that boat. So we made our way down to the boat, and it was violent. I was not anticipating. Has anybody ever been on, I think it's called like the Maid of Mist or Mist Maid, something or other. So there's, there's some people in here that have been on it. It's, uh, it was intense. So we first get on this boat, and we ponchoed up. And uh, we're like, oh, this isn't too bad. This, you know, it's not that well. We're pretty far away from the falls. And then everything changes. Like, <laughs> in an instant, you are in a tsunami. Uh, it just, it mists over completely. You can't see a thing. And you can see the water is violently moving. And it, it, was, it was a really, really, really fun time. We had a great time at, at Niagara. We did that for a few hours. We were there. And then we just ate wings over and over. It was like wing, we were done, and then repeat. Eat more wings. And... I have eaten so many wings in the last week. It's, I'm surprised I'm not clucking like a chicken. It, I'm serious. It was like, apparently though, there's a national wings shortage right now. So uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks to me. Exactly. Yeah. So I've created a national wing shortage. Uh, but yeah, so um, we weren't able to get them at one restaurant, but we found plenty of other ones that had them. So we had a great time eating wings for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then uh, for dessert and midnight snack also. Lots of wings. But that's not what we're up here to, to talk about today. Um, well, we had a great time at the conference. That was Tuesday, Wednesday, we went and, and had our regional gathering. And then Wednesday night, the conference kicked off. And uh, I, I don't remember who was it Wednesday night. Robert Stearns and his sister, Amy Stearns, or Amy uh, Reed. Reed, that's right. Tommy Reed's daughter, that's, that's who it was. And just a powerful word about the fear of the Lord. And man, the whole place is just weeping all day long. I feel like I, I cried so much. I created so much water. I had no idea there was that much water inside of me. It was just tear after tear. It was just a really special time of uh, just being in the Lord's presence all week. Um, so we got super filled up, had a really good time, and then flew back and came in last night. So we're hitting the ground running this morning. Uh, today we're going to do our worship and testimony service. Who has not been a part of a worship and testimony service? If you would raise your hand. Everybody here has been a part of it? No, there's a few that have not. Okay. So what this is going to look like this morning is, and if you've been thinking about well, what you want to testify of, you get the opportunity to share what it is that the Lord has done in your life. So minute or less, about a minute, I will 
pull the mic if you think that you're preaching. Uh, but it, just to, for the sake of giving everybody opportunity to share, um, you know, it'll start off with like one person up here, and then by the end, there'll be a whole line of people that are ready to share. Uh, but just what we really want to do is just take time just to glorify what it is that God has done in our lives. Um, it, it's honestly, for me, this is probably one of the most encouraging services we ever have. We get to just glorify Jesus and what he's doing in our lives. Uh, so the uh, testimony, we're going to talk about that for a minute before we get started, uh, before you start to share the testimonies that you have. But the Hebrew root word for testimony actually means to repeat, return, or to do it again. And in Revelation chapter 19, verse 10, it says, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So you may hear testimonies this morning of something that's like, man, I wish that the Lord would do that in my life. Well, I, I just want you to know that hearing that testimony is a prophecy that he is willing and able to do it again in your life. It is the Lord's will that not only, he, he doesn't just show favor to one person and not another. He's not a respecter of persons. But if you're needing breakthrough this morning, I don't want us just to be observers, but let our faith actually engage with the testimonies that are going forth. Because those testimonies of Jesus are a spirit of prophecy that he is ready to do it again in your life. So if there's financial breakthrough that you hear this morning and you're needing financial breakthrough, breakthrough, take that as a testimony. Take that as a prophetic word that he is releasing over your life. In Isaiah 55, uh, verse 10 through 12, it says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now, I've never actually looked outside of my house while it's raining and hoped that my grass was getting watered. I knew that I, when it is raining, I know that that rain is going to accomplish its very purpose on my lawn, and I will have the greenest lawn in the neighborhood. And in the same way, when I hear a word of the Lord, I'm not hoping that it accomplishes the very thing that it is saying it is going to accomplish. Because in the scripture, it actually says it will not return to the Lord void, but it will accomplish the very purpose in which it was sent. So I want us to engage our faith this morning. As there are testimonies that are going forth, let's engage our faith knowing that that word that is being spoken forth this morning will accomplish in each and every one of your lives the very purpose for which it was sent here today. So if you would, let's, uh, let's take a, let's actually mar, we're going to line up here on the side. We're going to stand right here by this guy. Look at that. If you want to testify of what the Lord has done, if it's a miracle that you have seen, if it's his faithfulness, whatever it is, I want you to come up here and confidently declare what it is that he's doing. If you've had healing in your body, let's glorify Jesus in that way. Whoa, look at this. This is a lot more than normal right away. Whew, we got some testimonies this morning. This is exciting. All right, Patsy, if you want to come on up here, minute or less, I'm watching you. I, I know you. I know you. All right, I'm going to hold on to the mic. If you try taking it, I will hold even tighter. So, all right, here we go. If you want to just, uh, just let's tell, tell everybody what, you know, what the Lord is doing in your life. God's done many, many miracles, deliverance. I have so many testimonies I could give. But I asked the Lord which one he wanted me to give today. And he brought me back to my very first time at the well. I was living in an apartment, and my rent was my complete check. 
And when I went to the service, the Lord spoke to my heart to give. And I said, I don't have anything. And he says, give all the change that you have in your purse. So I dumped it all in. And God gave me a, a year, I'm sorry, $100 off my rent. So I just want to say the needs of the church, give. If God's speaking to your heart, don't, don't hush him or don't hesitate. Just do it because he has a blessing for you. So good. If you want to stay up here for a second. You know, I think oftentimes we look for the provision of God as if it's more to come to us, but he can actually decrease expenses. He does it the Dave Ramsey way. Right? There's actually, he is interested in actually decreasing your expenses to provide in that sort of way. So I want us this morning just to open up our eyes, open up our minds to being able to receive the Lord's provision in unusual ways. If you want to pray for that provision, just to come forth over people this morning. Father, I just, I surrender it all to you, Lord. And I ask, Father, that you would speak to every heart that you want to spring forth and give to the needs of the church, God. I thank you, Lord, for this church and for this body. And Lord, I thank you for the miracles that you do. I just ask now in Jesus' name that you will give them the boldness, the courage, and the strength, and the ability to just move forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. If you would share your name and then what your testimony is. Um, I'm Julia, and um, what I, God's been poking me to do this for a while, so. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, I need to go back just a little bit. I was married for almost 30 years, lived in Mexico, um, came back to the States, and my husband was going to meet me, but he made a different decision, basically found a family that he liked more than his own. First, I want to say that God has healed our hearts of that. If you know somebody who's gone through that or is going through that, have them read Isaiah 54. I was in a restaurant one day, and God opened that up to me, and I just sat there sobbing in Subway. It was a little embarrassing. But anyway, because I was out of the country for so many years, and I was raising a family, I was teaching English, I, I was a teacher for many, many years, um, I didn't have Social Security, I didn't have a 401K, I didn't have anything like that. Everything that we owned was in my husband's name based on Mexican law. So the first thing that, he, that God did was he brought me back to the United States. And then when our house sold, my husband actually brought me all the money for that. I bought a home. He was not able to be at the closing. So all of a sudden, I had a home in my name. One of the other things that happened when my father-in-law found out what his son was doing was he disinherited him. There was a house that was involved in that inheritance. The, the equivalent in American dollars was about $120,000. And that was taken away from us, which was upsetting to me because it would have been an inheritance for my children. So when I read that the enemy has to pay back seven times Amen. everything he steals from you, Amen. I started claiming it. Long story short, I got a letter from a cousin who lives in the desert in Utah she is a widow, she has no children, and she said, if you will come here and stay with me, we can be together, you're alone, I'm alone, I'm gonna put my house in your name. I went to Utah, I signed all the papers, the value of that home is over $700,000. Wow. Do the math. 
Seven times. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Can you pray over Absolutely. Absolutely. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray over your children who are here right now that are watching, who will watch later. Lord God, everything that has been stolen by the enemy, you take him to court, Father, and you make him pay it back seven times. Little pipsqueak is just the pain. Lord God, you are the king of the universe, and you're rich, and you like to share with your children. And we thank you for the miracles and the testimonies that we're going to hear In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Come on. Give the Lord some praise. He is so good. All right. I know the two of you, so we'll see here. I'm watching this. Get ready to cut the mic back there. Here we go. All right. This is also a testimony about marriage. Um, Oh, I'm Ron Harkins. This is my bride. Carolee. Carolee. We met when we were 16 years old. This is my high school sweetheart. Uh, When we were 21, we got married. It's 45 years ago yesterday. So, the part of the, and for those of you that aren't married, I'm sorry. (laughs) But what I want you to know is. We've been married for 45 years, and my love for Kara Lee is greater than it has ever been. And it gets, there's, his mercies are new every morning, but my love for my wife is greater, and it is new every morning. It does not get old. The longer we've been married, the better it gets. So my encouragement is go through the hard times, stick it out. Because it is worth it. All the way. When we were young, we had a prophecy over us. As you move toward your mountains, they will get smaller. And we have moved toward many mountains and through many valleys. And the Lord has been faithful through it all. Come on, So man. thank you, Lord. Come on, can you guys pray over marriages? All right. Yes, Lord. I just thank you that your mercies are new every morning for those who are not still married to their first love. Your forgiveness is so great that your second love is made your first love by the Lord. And you can delight in the wife of your youth, even at an older age. Lord, and I just thank you for that. Lord, I just pray that you would give those who are married the strength and the courage and the tenacity to just stand through it and having done all else just stand because sometimes that's all you can do and you are faithful you will be faithful you will bring us through we just thank you that you will do that you can do that oh just praise you lord for your goodness and your faithfulness in jesus name amen amen, amen. that's so good thanks guys we got two peaches yeah you're great that was perfect perfect Oh, you guys are going together. Anybody else? Keep lining up on the side here. Okay, so this is Jackie, friend of mine from another church. Her husband, Kevin, is right there. He's also amazing. <laughs> um, so this is a testimony, I would say, from, from three years ago, going to power and love. This is the result of that. So a friend of ours had COVID three weeks ago. She was in the hospital for three days. 
at home, pretty much on bed rest for three weeks. And we went to go visit her to pray for her, lay hands on her for healing. And when she came to the door, she was so out of breath that she had to go sit down. She walked like 15 feet. Couldn't go up and down the stairs. Tried to take a shower that morning. Couldn't do it. Had to go sit back down, rest for 20 minutes. She had x-rays of her chest with stuff in it. So then we prayed. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, this is so amazing because this is just like, shows the power of worship when we worship the Lord and what happens um, his healing comes and she is a powerful worshiper and she does flags and she just loves worshiping and um, she has this beautiful basement um, with all these beautiful scriptures all over the wall and it's like her worship space and she hadn't been down there like all month and she has just been basically like on her couch upstairs and couldn't do anything and so we all actually were kind of in agreement and had this sense we needed to start worshiping and uh, just had a sense that like strength was going to come back to her body like through worshiping and stepping, stepping into that. And so uh, we did. We started worshiping. Um, I went and ran downstairs and got some flags and gave her one and we just stood there and she got up, started flagging and she just was like, oh, wow, I haven't done this. This is so good. And then... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you could just see strength coming back to her, and she started moving around. We were dancing, and then we were like, let's go downstairs, and so we went downstairs, and she just was like, I made it, and like, (laughs) she was like not out of breath at all. She was like totally restored, but like she said, I think she felt 75% better in that worship time, so so God is so good. Yeah. Um, if you need, and she got her smell back. Oh, I know somebody that needs that. Come on, stand up real quick if you need your smell back. Uh, if, uh, and also, if anybody needs healing at all in their body, I actually got a word that uh, the Lord wants to heal arthritis this morning also. If you need healing for anything at all, wave your hand if you, if you do have arthritis. Okay. Holy cow, I didn't know that many people. All right, if you would please stand. Stand, stand, stand. Let's put our faith behind the healing. Ooh, yeah, look at all that. We gotta, you guys ready to see some people get healed this morning? Yeah. Okay, I think that sounds good. I think Jesus still does that, right? Yeah. All right, come on. All right, if you, uh, who wants to pray? I'll pray. All right. Sweet. Get your hands out to your neighbor. Jesus said with a word, he just laid hands on them and were healed. So in the name of Jesus, I command everybody be healed. Every infirmity, go in the name of Jesus. Boom. If you would check out whatever it is that, that you had before, if you feel 80% better or more, I want you to wave your hands in the air. Look at that. Two people. Three. If you, if you are one of those people that have just experienced healing, you are now the prayer team. I want you to find somebody else that needs healing and lay your hands on them, and we're going to pray again. Jesus had to pray uh, multiple times for the person when he put mud on their eyes, and he said, can you see now? And he says, I see men like trees, and then he prayed one more time. If Jesus had to do it more than once, I think we were, we're, it's legal for us to do it more than once as well. Yeah, and again, I just declare healing over every person in this room. Jesus, I just ask that you would come and touch each person where there is pain. We command the pain to go now in the name of Jesus. And I just speak peace and restoration over every person in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Test it out. Oh, come on. There we go. 
If you're experiencing any healing, wave it. Oh, there it is. Come on. Oh, we got one really touched in the back. Come on. Look at that. Thank you, Jesus. If you just experience healing, I want to ask, I want to ask uh, two people to come up and share the testimony of what just happened. If, if you come up real quick. Quick, quick, quick. You get a bu- Yeah, you guys are great. Thank you so much. Come on. Woo, look at that. Uh-oh. <laughs> I came in with terrible pain in my hip. Um, it was a, it's a degenerative thing that I was born with. And because we went to Disney World and walked 60 miles in one week, actually five days, five days we walked 60 miles, my hip has been excruciating. We went for a walk last night and it was like, we have to slow down. I'm like a speed walker. And I was like, I can't, it's bothering me so bad. So I came in pain. I debated whether to wear my, these shoes because I got a little bit of a heel, mm-hmm. which tends to aggravate it and just during worship I wanted to dance so bad and couldn't because my hip was bothering me so bad and literally it's it's gone like and it didn't it didn't happen the first prayer it didn't happen the first prayer the first prayer nothing the second prayer everything come on here stay up here stay up here we're gonna pray again in a minute Um, I've dislocated both of my knees multiple times throughout the course of my 30 years. Um, And so I don't know if I actually have arthritis. I'm just assuming that I do because it constantly hurts. Um, So there are certain things that like if I bend certain ways, it just, there's so much pain and it's really, really tense. I like exercising a lot. There are certain lunges I can't do just because it's just too much pressure. Um, So first prayer, I tested it out, still tight, nothing really changed at all. Second prayer went farther down than I could and the tension was completely gone. So that's cool. (laughs) Come on, give him praise. Look, oh, yeah. (laughs) Can you come pray? If you didn't receive healing yet, I want you to stand back up. We're going to keep praying. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) A lot less people. I'm just super happy right now. Lord, it's your joy that's our strength, yes. God. Oh, we thank you for healing, Lord. Okay, amen. That's the first prayer. <laughs> Lord, I declare healing over them. We come a second time. We come a second time and we declare healing in the name of Jesus. You did it all. You did it all already. It's done. It's finished. You declared it in Jesus' name. Come on, so good, so good. Test it out if there's if you were experiencing anything, if you're experiencing any increase of uh, or decrease of pain, if you're feeling eighty percent better or more, please wave your hands. All right, we're gonna pray again one more time. We got one more person up here. Don't sit down yet. I know it feels like a Catholic church. We gotta sit, stand, kneel. Do you have your your taste and, and smell back, Becca? All right. Can somebody get her a hamburger, please? He's he's running with coffee. (laughs) If that's mud penny coffee, that'll hit you. You know what? I want to share a quick testimony. This this person actually lost taste and smell uh, from cancer treatment. They came into mud penny one time, and I had had all of this equipment kept breaking down. Hey, buddy, you want to come stand by me? Um, I had all this equipment keep breaking down, and it was costing me a lot of money. 
And so I went through all, all my coolers and I prayed. I laid hands on all the coolers in the, in the restaurant. I said, no more breaking down. I'm anointing these coolers right now in Jesus' name. You will not break down any longer. Well, I didn't think about the fact that all that food was inside there as I was praying over it. This lady comes in, no taste, no smell at all. She, we didn't know this. I kind of ruined the story. I told you up front already. So she comes back up to the counter and she goes, I have to tell you, this is the best sandwich I have ever had before. And Becca was actually working there at the time. And she goes, oh, really, thank you so much for that. And she goes, no, you don't understand. I can't taste anything. But when I ate this sandwich, I could taste it. So keep drinking that Mud Penny coffee. All right, let's pray for healing. Lord Jesus, I just pray for healing to come right now in this moment. God, I pray for any tension that is existing right now, any bone on bone, any strained muscles or nerves that have been cut. God, I just pray for you to just bring full restoration right now in your name. God, I just pray for full restoration, full healing right now in your name. God, I pray for movement that couldn't take place before to be able to take place with no pain, no tension, no stress on your body at all. Jesus, I just pray for full healing from toe to head, Jesus. Thank you so much for what you're doing right now and what you're going to be doing in the future, Jesus. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Test it out. Wave your hands if you experience anything. We got a nod. Oh, we got a little bit back there too. Come on, a little bit's a miracle. Come on. Just believe and, uh, and agree with you that there's going to be continued healing that will flow through your bodies in Jesus' name. Uh-oh, we got a little stinker up here. I broke the rules, and now she wants to come back up. All right, if you want to come on up. Man, isn't this good? Do you guys feel the faith in the room just rising right now? These testimonies are prophesying into your future right now. So my name is Mary-Kate, and <laughs> Hi. So in my job, I get paid on commission. And this past week was a big open enrollment week. Lots of sales, lots of people coming in, very exciting. And it's like you put in 14 to 16 hour days pretty much for a week straight. And so there was question, um, a situation had come up with myself and another one of my coworkers. And um, there was a question over who the sale went to. I think there was a lack of clarity, and I I knew it was me because this was a person I had been working with for nine months, getting paid for for that amount of time. And um, when the sale had gone through, this coworker had just, I think, innocently had taken the sale. And at first, I was like, oh, like that kind of hurts because that's a good amount of money, and that's my paycheck. And so anyway, um, I just felt like in this situation there could have been a lot of appropriate responses and I just felt like Lord impressed upon my heart just to release generosity because in our family that's what we want to be. We want to be a family who generosity flows through and instead of getting offended and upset, which was really hard in the moment, I'll admit, um, because I felt really hurt, I just felt I needed to take the place of humility and um, to just be like, Lord, I bless it and I just release generosity here. because that's what you've shown to me. And it was really hard for a couple of days and I just really had to press in and trust God for the grace. But um, within a couple of days, I had found out, not of my own effort, that the COO of our company had kind of understood what was going on, heard of the situation, and um, just said, you know, we're gonna go ahead and retroactively make this right. We're gonna make sure there's a lot of clarity on the team. 
And I didn't even do anything <laughs> at all, except just follow the strategy they felt the Holy Spirit gave me. And so I just wanted to share that because I think in a lot of times when we come up into a really hard and kind of sticky situations, there could be a lot of appropriate ways to approach it. But really, um, the Holy Spirit will give us strategy, yeah. you know, and we need to press in and follow that and oftentimes take the place of humility, even when it's really hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. So good. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, one thing uh, my mom always says is uh, faith is, sometimes you have to have faith to move mountains, but other times the Lord's favor will move mountains for you. And uh, just release favor for mountains in the future that you don't even know need to be moved yet over your life. So thank you for sharing that so much. That was so good. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I believe you. Uh, introduce yourself and let's see what the Lord's doing. Okay. Um, so it's, Kind of little, but it was a big deal. What's your name? Oh, I'm Sydney. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi, family. <laughs> Love you. Um, in February, I uh, tested positive for COVID. So that was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what's going to happen? Um, but it ended up being just a blessing because I was working full-time, and I was a student full-time. So I couldn't, like, mental capacity. I was just pretty sick. I had to be at home, but I wasn't, like, had to be in the hospital or anything. But I couldn't do anything, so I didn't do homework, I couldn't work, like all my regular responsibilities were like, oh my gosh, I felt like a kid. I had no responsibilities. <laughs> it was amazing, even though I was like, slept most of the time. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, so it, like for the first time, I think since I, like I'm almost 30-ish, but like for the first time, my whole, <laughs> my whole family, because my parents are divorced, um, they communicated um, like well, and my siblings weren't talking to each other either, and like God united my family through that, which is super, super cool. Come on. Come on. Jesus! Come on. Uh, hey, everyone, like, if I've been going here a while now, so everyone knows I cry, but I'm like, I'm not gonna cry this time. <laughs> but um, yeah, God just. Uh, when I feel his presence, I just cry. But so that was a really big deal. And then after I got better, I had missed like two, two and a half weeks of school. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, like how am I going to catch all this up? And my professors were so understanding. And one of them even said like everything I missed. Um, he, um, I didn't have to make up any of the work that I missed. And I ended up with really great grades this semester. So, um, yeah, praise God. <laughs> Can you pray for restoration over, over uh, broken relationships? I know that uh, 2020 created a whole mess of broken relationships. And I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of us have experienced it. And so if you want to just pray for restoration over those. Absolutely. Oh, Father, I just thank you for your love. And your love is what changes people, and it's by your kindness that leads us to repentance. And I just pray for that perfect love just to fall over families and for us to make that choice to love when it's hard. And I thank you for using circumstances that look bad and scary, but you just bring the greatest amount of just blessing through it when we are just faithful to you. And even when you're not, your favor and your love just surpasses everything. So I pray that over everyone in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Our Abony is going to be the end of the line now. Uh, if you guys want, we'll see the Gospel of Mark versions uh, coming up here. And let's, uh, yeah, if you want to introduce yourself and say what the Lord's doing. Sure thing. Hi, I'm Corey, and I'm not good at public speaking, so bear with me here. But uh, thank you. Um, um, about late last year, 
uh, we had some pretty amazing neighbors move in directly next door to us. Um, and that just kind of began this uh, snowball effect of um, we started going to their, their small group and then we found out about this church and um, I, I grew up in the church. I, you know, have always known God and um, I've been just this year, I mean, our first time coming here was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't just bawling the first day and we kind of put it off a little bit and we didn't know, you know, what really to, you know, because we had tried some other churches, my wife and I, um, Whitney, and um yeah, that, that first day, um, I think it was the first time uh, Apostle Kathy had spoke a word over the church that there would be a renewing of thinking, a, ch a change in the way that, um, that we think about things. And um, that has absolutely come true um, over the last few months. Um, I have been on and off with some certain things in my life that have had strongholds on me for about 20 years. And my mindset has changed 100% this year. Um, and yeah, um, it's been, it's just been one thing after another where, you know, I mean, a lot of the time we, we struggle um, financially. We both work very hard and we both um, are full, fully full-time employed and it just seems to not make sense sometimes. We're constantly sowing into the kingdom and, um, but we just know that, you know, we just had a word recently to just give it all up, whatever ambitions we had, just to, to make our future a blank slate and to let him do with us what he will. And um, we just know that he is working and it's been amazing to be a part of this family and um, God is, is working breakthrough in our lives. And uh, where there were trickles of water, he has just flooded us with the spirit. And there's been a fire like I can never, ever imagine. And so I just want to say what an amazing place this has been and um, what, a, what a work um, is happening in our lives. Um, starts from seemingly small things, but it just continues to, to grow and to just, again, the snowball effect. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And so this has been such a, a wonderful thing, revival for us, complete revival. Come on. And so. If you want to just pray just for any strongholds in minds to be broken off in this place, anything that people are experiencing change, cycles of either sin or just discouragement, whatever it is that's taking, just that those mindsets would be shattered today and that they would become renewed to his kingdom. Lord, I just thank you that today, tomorrow, the next day, tonight, yesterday, you are working, you are working your will in our lives, Lord, and as, as far as we run, no matter how hard we try that the second we turn around, you're sitting there. You never moved. We did that. You are just breaking the chains and the ones that we even try to take back from you, God, you won't, you won't let it. You will break those chains and you will change the way we think about things that you will change our mindsets. When we try to convince ourselves that things are normal or that, that this is how it has to be, or this is who we are, that is not true. And that you will show us truth, Lord, and that you will just pour your spirit out on us like a flood and, and break those strongholds, Lord. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You guys good to hang on for a couple more? Yeah? Okay. Hey. Hey. Want to introduce yourself hey, and tell us what's going on? Yeah. Uh, my name is Seth. This is Henry. Hey, buddy. 
<laughs> I, I made a little list because uh, this could be a really long testimony, so I'm going to try to keep it really short. He actually has a testimony, too. But yes. we're going we're to start with mine. Start and then we're, yep. So um, from 2000, the middle of 2014 to about 2000, well, to the middle of 2020, I actually did time in prison. And uh, it was a long journey, a long trip, um, scary trip, but one God was with me every second of the way. So that's a whole other story. But coming out, when I was about to get out, this, this is just a testimony to God's goodness and his restoration. Um, I, I made a little list here, and it's the same list I made when I was sitting in my cell when I was about a month away from leaving. I didn't have a place to live. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car. I didn't have any money. All my money was spent completely. I didn't have a church, and I was nervous about that because coming out of prison, you just don't know. People are going to accept you. I was worried about the probation officer I was going to have because that can be a nightmare. I've heard all the stories. I was worried about this post-treatment stuff I had to go through after getting out of prison because that can be a nightmare. I was worried about time with my boys and how that was going to work out because we had been, my wife and I got divorced while I was in prison. And I was worried about relationships and what that was going to look like if I was going to have any friends left. So God met every one of those before I left. Yep. Some of them in the halfway house, but that was still in prison. So, so yep, I had a place to live. My parents opened their doors, and, and that's turned into a, a wonderful thing. The relationship with them has just gotten completely healed. Um, a job. Wayne gave me a job over there. It's been incredible blessing. Incredible blessing. Um, that also answered the money question. But I, I was also getting money. The government was giving me money all, through all the COVID stuff and all the unemployment stuff. All of a sudden, I'm just getting money thrown at me. I had like $3,000 in my account, like I'm just sitting there. Um, my ex-wife gave me a car because she said that her, her, her uh, how'd she put it, her, her, her kid's dad shouldn't be without a car, so she gave me a car, free and clear. Um, church family, here I am. Um, my PO is, just loves me and has just been a support. Treatment has been great. Time with my boys, I mean, they're here. One thing, even though my wife has been bitter and angry, that's one thing that she absolutely demands is that I have time with my boys. And that's not a story you hear usually. And relationships, I mean, they're healing like crazy. So that's my testimony. There's, there's no place that you can go that Jesus isn't there. That's so good. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. And just real quick, I just want to give a, a, a real quick testimony about him. When he was born 10 years ago, he was born with a severe heart defect, and they said he wasn't going to make it. We had a doctor actually tell my wife that she should get, have an abortion because he wasn't going to make it, and it was a, a good thing to do. And she said, no, he's my son, whether I'm going to have him for a minute or whether I'm going to have him for a lifetime, he's my son. Look at him. <laughs> he had three open heart surgeries. And he is blowing the doctor's minds. There you go. Hi. <laughs> Anyway, praise God. Share? Praise God. No. Okay. No? Okay. Awesome. You're good. Thank yeah. you so much. Wow. Come on. Woo. 
Good luck after that one. Hi, I'm Abney. Um, hi. Um, a lot of you already know the outcome of this testimony, but I wanted to share the process. So I'm a teacher, and last year I taught preschool, and that's not what I wanted to teach. So when job applications came in April, I applied for two positions at a school I wanted to teach at, and was like my dream school. And it was second and fifth grade, and I didn't even want to apply for the fifth grade. I really just wanted the second grade, but there was an itching in my spirit of like, mm, just in case, apply for both. Well, turns out I only got one interview and it was for the fifth grade position. And immediately when I found this out, fear just completely overtook me. Panic, anxiety, absolute freak out. But I knew that was my only option. And my mom, she's a good one, she <laughs> looked at me and she said, it's not about the job, it's about the process and it's about overcoming the fear. And I had a good week to sit in my anxiety and fear and I looked it in the face and I said, I'm going to do everything I can to make myself ready for this interview and go at it with everything I got. And I was able to come to a place where I laid it at God's feet and I just said, you know what, whatever the outcome, I'm not gonna look at it and go, I wasn't enough. I'm not going to look at it and go, oh, I didn't do it right. I didn't, I didn't interview well. I'm going to look at it and go, God's going to put me exactly where I need to be. Come on. Well, the testimony of the story isn't that I got the job, but it's that I faced the fear. Come on. And it is something that was a stronghold in my life that I didn't realize until that moment when I found out I got the interview and that was the only one I had. And it broke off that second I left the interview. It wasn't when I found out I got the job, but it was when I did it and I faced it. So I just wanted to share that today because yeah. fear is a stronghold and it's something that I needed to face and God gave me the opportunity yeah. to do so. God, I pray for anyone in this building right now that can hear my voice that is dealing with fear. God, we look it in the face and we say, fear, you're a liar. Our God is bigger, our God is greater, and there's nothing that can stand in the way of each person and their destiny. So we take fear and we crush it under our feet. Right. We crush the lies of the enemy that want to come to destroy in the name of Jesus. That's right. Amen. Amen. Come on. There's a Brian and Katie uh, Torwald song that says fear, to, fear can go to hell and shame can go there too. That's the only place that fear belongs. Hey. I'm Jake and I usually don't share. I just started. I've been getting antler ears from Sean whenever the two minutes is up. Um, so I usually don't share just to let people go, but I just felt like these two, they're not like super awesome, but they were really impactful for our lives. Um, the first one is, yeah, just to, I, I uh, under promise and I'll over deliver. So um, when, when, we, uh, when we moved a few months ago, we uh, first moved into a house. We, it was everything that we didn't know we wanted. I don't know how to describe that. It was, it was beyond. Um, so I still feel like I'm living in like a Better Homes and Garden magazine. It's incredible. Um, but in moving there, we had a cat that we've had for 10 years. And we've prayed for the last three years that there would be a better home for her because a family of three and an old set cat didn't seem to mesh well. 
So we prayed that an old lady who likes sick cats would take her away to a better place. And we fervently prayed that for three straight years. And the day of moving, an old lady showed up who likes sick cats, <laughs> took her away and gave her the home that she needed. And it was amazing. And then the second one is, is more serious than that. And it's, um, my son is, is eight, uh, Declan, and he has been, um, he asks the most deepest questions. So like this morning, we got really into what Memorial Day means. Just, I mean, all the gruesome details about Memorial Day. Um, it's amazing. It's just, he just asks all the questions. And so he's not satisfied with Jesus loves you. He needs to know why and all these stuff. But he apparently was really nervous that he wasn't going to go to heaven for months and didn't say anything about it. And so one day he got sick of it, feeling so nervous, and he prayed, God, will, am I going to heaven? And in his words, he said the Holy Spirit gave him two Bible verses. So he went to his room, grabbed his Bible, and they were both in the Gospels. I can't remember where right now, but basically to get into heaven, you have to become like a little child and be baptized. And so he remembered, he got baptized, he became like a little child, and therefore he's going to go to heaven. And all his anxiety on that topic went away, all on his own. That's so good. So good. Come on, give Jesus a shout. So good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I'm going to share one real quick. It's in the making still. It hasn't fully happened yet. But I have, uh, I piled up like a mountain of debt from last year because of COVID. And there was this fund that was released. It's called the Restaurant Revitalization Fund that uh, uh, restaurant owners could apply for to get this grant. And so I applied and I was really excited because the amount of money was pretty substantial that I could potentially get. And about two days after the grant went into, uh, applications were, were started, there was, a, there was actually a 21-day period where the grant would only go to veterans, women-owned businesses, and business owners that live in impoverished neighborhoods. For the, the priority groups for this grant. Well, like double the amount of money was applied for than what the fund had available. So it was kind of like a little bit of a punch in the gut. I was like, man, that was so close. That was going to be, uh, you know, the thing that was going to really just get us over the top and, and come out of, of all the junk that took place last year. For those of you that don't, don't know, I own a couple restaurants in town. And... Um, um, so I, I kind of forgot about it. Well, we landed yesterday in Atlanta and had a layover there. And I opened up, ooh, it's still fresh. Uh, uh, opened up my email and uh, had an email from the SBA that Mudpenny is awarded the full amount of the grant. <laughs> and it completely pays off all of the debt of 2020. So even when it seems like there's no way out, Jesus always provides a way. Um, be blessed in that one. Take it as a testimony um, or as a prophecy for your future. All right, let's close this thing down before I start crying in front of everybody too much. Um, all right. Do you want to close or would you like me to close? Okay. Um, so first off, first and foremost, I want to just honor those that had gone before us and fought for the freedom of our country. Uh, if, um, if you're a veteran in this place, if you would please stand. 
Come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on. That's right. Yeah. You know, there were countries all over the world that as a result of, of COVID could not meet in their churches. But it's because of men and women like these people that we were able to set foot in here and continue to worship freely in this country. And it's, it's a privilege and a blessing that we have that I, I think many of us took for granted until we realized how close it was to being taken away from us. And there are those that had gone before us that didn't come back and uh, that sacrificed their life. for the, They paid the ultimate price for our freedom of this country. And so we honor them today. We honor the, the sacrifice that they made for us to be able to continue and to set foot on here. You know, the, the freedom that we have isn't, didn't come freely. It, is, it, has been bought for, it has been bought and paid for at a very high price for, for a lot of people that have sacrificed their life to continue to, that these borders would remain our borders and that this country would remain a free land. And so we just honor them for that. Um, also, I wanna, I'm going to put this out here. Do you want me to? Um, so uh, my mom has graciously offered that, for those that you were in the family meeting last week, you may have heard about our parking lot needing to be replaced. Uh, there, it, it's going to cost us near, uh, roughly $21,000 to replace that and our portion of that. The school across the street is, is paying for a big portion of that as well, larger than ours, about uh, twice as much to be exact of what we're doing. Um, but she, as a result, just felt that really strongly uh, that the Lord had impressed it upon her heart that she's going to uh, do a $5,000 match uh, for anybody that wants to give into that parking lot fund. She will match up to $5,000 and to donate towards uh, the parking lot. It just goes to show that this church isn't just like, you know, uh, you know, the pastor's church. This is all of our church. This is all of us putting our foot forward and, and coming together as family. And so um, I want to invite you to, to give into that. Uh, you can either do it today. You can pray about it. You can, you know, talk to whoever it is that you share your finances with. And uh, if there's a certain amount that the Lord would have placed on your heart, if you would just give into that building fund. And, and uh, she is going to, as I said, graciously match up to five grand into that to get this parking lot paid for so that people can safely travel through that lot and get into this building because it is difficult for, for many people. It may not be difficult for you, but there are people that it is difficult um, being able to make it through that parking lot. So a practical way of love is actually to put our finances forward and to love people in that way. So, so awesome. Thank you for that. Thanks for listening. We hope you were impacted by this message. For more information about the Well Grand Rapids, please visit our website at www.thewellgr.com.